from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm George Campbell, joined this hour by one of my best friends in the world, Dr. John Deloney. You know him, you love him, best-selling author and host of The Dr. John Deloney Show, mental health, relationship, parenting expert. This guy can do it all. And uh, we're here to take your calls. Uh, if you've got a crossroads, you got something on your mind, you need a, a second, third opinion, that's what we're here for. 888-825-5225. Luis starts us off in Atlanta. Luis, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. How's it going? Oh, good. Thank you. How can we help today? So, um, rent is really expensive. True. And uh, I'm really considering van life and I wanted to know your opinion and any tips or where do you help. what are you going to park it down by a river I'm sorry are you going to park it down by a river <laughs> whatever I can you're going to have to google that reference later dude don't move into a van down by the river why are you considering van life why are the options either uh, continue well, you can't continue to live where you live rent is too expensive but the other option is moving to a van. How did you get to that option? Um, so I just saw it on Instagram, and I don't know. I thought it was a good idea. Um, did someone on Instagram say it was a good idea? They said, hey, life hack, can't afford rent, live in a van. Or they just, it, it, I've seen them. Hey, listen, Lewis, I... I <laughs> Or was this like the influencers who make it look really cool? Yeah, dude. It's a, George, they're amazing. Tell me if I'm wrong, Lewis. Like, they take these old vans and they strip them completely down, and dude, they make them so rad. And they take these awesome photos, like on a beach, and it's all those people have a lot of money. They can afford <laughs> yeah. rent, and they live in in, in how. I. Why is it? Let me ask you this: What's so great about where you live? that you'd be willing to stay there in a van instead of move to another town or, or community get a roommate. or job where the rent is less? Um, I guess family's here, you know? Okay, okay. so I love, well, let me, I, I love my family. I love them. And sure. every bit of, every all my family lives in the same state. They all live in Texas. And then I got an opportunity to go make different types of money and have a professional, like, so I, I moved because I, I, I had to. And I still get to see my family. I love them. I still get to see them regularly, but I had to move. Mm-hmm. So, Luis. You're not what, buying it. <laughs> what is your rent? Let's just talk, get to the numbers. Um, 1200 Okay. Are you living alone? With a girlfriend. Okay. Are you splitting the rent? No, not yet. So she's not paying, and you are. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm. I, we got seventeen more questions now. What is your? <laughs> what's your income? Um, I make twenty eight. I'm thirty thirty thousand a month. Thirty thousand a month. I'm. I mean, I'm sorry. Thirty thousand a year. Twenty eight hundred a month. Okay. I was gonna say, bro, why are you calling us? I was like, this doesn't matter. And what job are you doing? Because I want that job. Okay, so your rent is almost half of you. Is that your take home pay? The twenty eight hundred. After taxes, is that yeah, what ends up I, in your bank? I, I I take it all because I work for a private contractor. Yep. Okay. So here's one option. 
hey, girlfriend, we can't live together and I'm going to go get a roommate. And then your rent just went down to 600 bucks. And now we can breathe. All right. There's one option, right? If you just didn't even want to move. The other option is where else can I live cheaper? And that may not be super viable in your area. You may only get down to 1000 which is still too much based on your income. So the second question becomes, how can I increase my income to where I can afford the rent? Okay. So what kind of work are you doing right now? Um, HVAC sheet metal installation. Okay, and you're making... How are you making $30,000? Are you what's your what's your actual salary? Is it about forty something thousand? No, it is thirty something. Yeah. Okay, and you're you're a you're you're a ten ninety nine. Yeah. Are you are you putting money back for taxes? Or are you going to be in the hole for taxes too? No, I'll, I'll hold it and then pay it whenever. Do so you have the money to pay the taxes come April? Um, probably not in full. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, listen, you have too good of a skill in two, and it's such a high demand area. What's keeping you from going to work for an HVAC company and making $85,000 a year plus benefits? I don't have my high school diploma. Do you have certification or you just, you can weld? No, nothing. Nothing. I just started. I'm 20 years old. Okay. Um, this is my first lease like, ever. So um, I noticed this, the money is just too much. Yeah. And what other debt do you have? Um, I just have one credit card. Okay. Is there a balance on there? Yeah. How much? $900. Okay. And how much money do you have in the bank? Um, right now, uh, $400 plus okay. 900 in savings. You got four hundred plus nine hundred. Yeah. Okay. So a thousand dollars is your starter emergency fund, which then leaves you, um, what's that? Three hundred bucks on top of that to start paying off this credit card. So by tomorrow, we can get a thousand dollars in the bank, and your credit card debt is down to six hundred. That's our next plan of attack: is paying off that credit card. We're cutting it up. We're closing the account. No more credit card. We're going to start using a debit card. Do you have one of those? Yes, sir. Okay. That is plan number two. Start using the debit card. Now we're debt-free, and we have $1,000 in the bank. You tracking with me? Okay. Then we're going to continue saving an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Not income, just expenses. So start getting on a monthly budget. I'm going to gift you one year of every dollar premium. That is our budgeting tool. You can set up a budget within minutes right there on your phone, on your computer, and it's going to help you pay attention to every single one of those $2,800 coming in every month, and you've got to start making a plan for it and stretching it. And part of that is making hard decisions, like saying, hey, I can't live with you, and I can't afford rent, so I'm going to have to move. I need to get a roommate, uh, and I need to get my costs down in order to survive. And Lewis, did you grow up with, with a lot of money in your home, or have you, did you grow up with a family that struggled financially? Uh, struggled financially. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in the project. Okay. Puerto Rico. Awesome. Uh, so, man, I'm, I'm so proud of you, man. For I mean, you're hustling, you're getting it done. One of the biggest Thanks. shifts somebody who grows up in poverty can make in, in a mindset is this idea of how do I survive right now, which is I want to move to a van. That's a how do I survive right now to 
Where do I want to be in five years and what do I have to start doing right now to get there? What certifications do I have to get? How do I get into a local community college? How do I start grinding my way towards where I want to be in five years? That's a totally different mindset. And that's the road we want you to be on. Okay, my brother. And if you've got to get an extra job right now, if you've got to get two roommates, do whatever you have to do to get that financial stability under you. You can really start to build wealth and break this generational poverty. We are so proud of you, man. America. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Deloney this hour, and we are here for you. Give us a call at 888-825-5225. Well, John, the, the start of the new year always brings a little bit of, a, of grace, a little bit of a fresh slate, and everyone starts to write down those resolutions, their goals. Maybe they're the same ones you kind of carried over from last year, and you're like, oh yeah, forgot. We wrote Dude, I, New Year's is my favorite time of the year. And I like it because we just give each other a mulligan on everything. No matter what's happening, you can just say, like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm just going to stop, uh, whatever, using cocaine. It's New Year's. And everyone's like, cool, man. Like, Good it's just you. no matter what's like, like, you just get a mulligan, right? I'm just going to, I'm just going to control, delete and give it another go. I just like, I know there's a lot about like, man, you don't need New Year's resolutions and you can a new day, any day. You don't need to wait till I, I agree with all that. But I do like something about this collective moment our culture takes just to be a, a little bit reflective and to say, hey, who do I want to be this upcoming year? Or what is that going to look like? Or what's a couple of things I want to accomplish this year? I like that. Oh, I, yeah. I think it's a good, healthy practice. And you, Rachel Cruz, and myself, we got to work on a really cool new project, the Ramsey 2023 Goal Planner, mm-hmm. where you cover the relational side for goals. Rachel covers spiritual side. I cover the financial side, uh, which is really helpful to have something tactile you can actually write in, carry around with you mm-hmm. uh, around instead of you know having it in your phone or in your brain. Yeah. And so that what's really cool, I think that's on sale at the Ramsey store right now for like 37 bucks. Yeah, yeah. So not too late to get that. But I wanted to get your take on goals because we talk about goals a lot here at Ramsey Solutions. We've got all kinds of frameworks and we want you to set goals in all kinds of areas. But what is the Dr. John Deloney take? <laughs> so I think um, the research is borne out that if you start, if you wrap your life around finish lines, you're going to have a life that um, you're never fulfilled because you cross that marathon line and you're still the same person. You did a thing, but you're still George, right? Or the number of people I like, I, they finally graduated their PhD and they're like, <gasps> I still don't like myself. Like it did, or dad didn't magically call and be like, now I'm proud of you. That call never comes, right? Mm-hmm. Or you make a million dollars, whatever the thing is. And so we're a culture obsessed with goals. I actually think goals can become markers along the way towards, um, and I got this from James Clear, towards a new identity. Who do I want to be? And so every year my wife and I take a day or two days and we we get away from the kids and we kind of just do a strategic plan for this upcoming year, a reflection of how we were last year. How do we think things went? We look at last year's stuff we wrote down. How did it work out this year? Do we? And at, we always start by asking ourselves, who do we want to be this upcoming year? 
And I want to be a guy that takes care of my body. Not a guy that, at the end of the year, I'm going to bench press 230 pounds. Because if I, if I make that my goal, you know what I end up doing? Cutting corners. And I, I will miss things. I won't enjoy my life. I will end up taking a bunch of scare. I'll, do, I'll cut corners to get my goal. And then I'll end up more miserable when I'm done. Right? Instead of saying, I'm a guy that takes care of himself. I'm a guy that um, wants to be able to roll around with my kids when I'm 90. I'm with my grandkids when I'm 90. So I'm going to start right now lifting weights and exercising and, and, and taking care. I want to be a good husband and a present father. So um, goals are important, but they, for me, they come after identity. So my wife and I set up, here's who we're going to be as a family. Here's who I want to be. I want to be a reader this year. Last year, I was a writer. This year, I want to be a this. I want, so we set up the identity. Who do we want to be? And then I think at Rams, we have, we, they've, we've broken it down here. Then you begin to make markers underneath these things. What are the actions I have to do to backfill this um, identity? Because you can't just like, <laughs> like Michael Scott, like, I declare bankruptcy. You can't just walk out and be like, I declare I'm healthy. It doesn't work like that. You got to actually like change your life, right? You got to start moving. You got to start exercising. You got to go to counseling, whatever you got to do. So at, Ra- we, we've, at Ramsey, we've identified uh, seven goals, like financial goals, intellectual goals, family goals, spiritual goals, physical, career, social. And if I look at these, I actually, these um, fall into um, the different identity buckets my wife and I set up. Some of these are, are collapsed, right? Um, but like, how many books do you want to read this year? Uh, my wife's going to, wants to relearn um to become more fluent in spanish and here's the kind of family we want to have here's our spiritual goals here's our physical goals so we've created those goal lists um but they are in service to a new identity they're not the ends in and of themselves because you will get to the end of this year completely fried burned out and you'll have made one hundred thousand dollars and you'll have no friends you'll be exhausted and your body will hate you right that's different than i'm going to be a kind of person that works really hard and becomes the number one salesman in my company, which means I'm going to get some rest. I'm going to make phone calls. I'm going to say yes to those coffee things, and the money will take care of itself on the back end, right? Mm, I love that. And uh, we just had James Clear on the latest Entree Leadership Podcast, so I got to interview him. Dave Ramsey's also on that episode, obviously geared towards business leaders, business owners, but so helpful for all of you listening out there. Pick up Atomic Habits. It's an an outstanding read, yeah. He's brilliant. And I love that idea of identity-based because it's also freeing because then it's not about benching 230. It's just, man, I feel better. I don't don't ache at night. Here's what's wild. If I'm a guy who takes care of his body, um, that means occasionally I'm a guy who just doesn't work out and I rest. Or I'm a guy that goes and plays with my kids because I know that that's going to help I'm going to feel better, right? So it broadens your horizon. And then inside of that, here's what's now like the 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 nutrition scientist and the physiologist, if you want to run a marathon, cool. You're not going to run a marathon to get healthy. You are going to run a marathon because you have a physical goal. You are a person who does hard things, right? Really challenging things. And one of those is going to be a marathon. Great. You are going to pause your health for a season because you're going to push your body, right? And so that's how they started talking about some of these things. And so, cool, you're a person who does really challenging things. Awesome, do it. I, I, one of ours is we say yes to adventures. Me and my friend Jeff, we're going on a, on a crazy hunting trip in a couple of weeks. I don't even know what we're getting into. But I said yes to the adventure because that's the kind of person I want to be versus I'm going to go do this thing. See, I, yeah. I just, I, it's well, you're, you're reverse so engineering free. it. Yeah. And you're starting with the identity, which I think is so important. And it's, it's really at the heart of the Ramsey plan. We're not getting out of debt just so we can get out of debt. 
Yes, you have to have a goal for that. You're solving for freedom. Yes, it has to be be specific. You have to say I'm paying off 40,000 in 18 months. But on the other side of that, you're the kind of person who doesn't owe anyone anything. He sleeps better at night. I laugh really hard a lot, right? And that's the difference. Yeah. That's so good. Well, we have an amazing resource our team has put together. It's a goal-setting guide, and it's completely free. You can go to RamseySolutions.com slash goals to check that out. That's RamseySolutions.com slash goals. John, do you want to share any, any goals that you've got for this year? Um, I, I'll have another book coming out. So I want to, like when it comes to goals, goals, um, like I want to be a person who writes as an identity. Like I want to write every day instead of these big marathon sessions like I'm, I've been doing. Um, and one, one of the goals underneath that is I want to have another number one bestselling book. So I'm going to have to work really hard on writing a great book and on the editing and copywriting process. And I'm going to have to do a good job getting out and promoting the book. So it, all those, all those things are in service to, I just want to be a guy who's a writer. Mm. He writes a lot. That's good. I'm in that process as well, and I'm trying to create that habit and become that writer. Yeah, and it's just hard. Discipline. Just discipline. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, it stinks. Mine, obviously, we've talked about this on air and off air, but taking care of myself and going to the gym, yeah. even when I'm the lankiest, most awkward person in the room, and it it's really hard, but yeah. part of it is showing up. And James Clear had a great example of a guy, a story where this guy shows up at the gym for like five minutes, and he goes home. Goes home. Every day. Just yep. five minutes and he goes home. People are like, dude, you're crazy. And he's like, no, I'm the kind of guy who shows up. I go to the gym. I'm the kind of guy that goes to the gym. And eventually you stay 15 minutes and you go ahead and walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes, right? You begin to create these little one degree habits. Um, and if you just get one degree better, like I just want to write for 10 minutes. That's it. I'm putting my pen down. And then next month I'm going to write 15 minutes. And that's it. I'm going to put my pen down. And over the course of time, you begin to crave that routine and you love it, man. Yeah, the, the best example was the book. Just read one page. That's it. You read one page. And then you go, oh, I read five. I read, 20, I read 50. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But just showing up one page. is the first step. And uh, regardless of what your goals are, we want to help you get there this year. We are here for you, America. We've got tons of resources at RamseySolutions.com. Uh, you can start with that goal-setting guide at RamseySolutions.com slash goals. More of the show coming up. George Campbell joined by Dr. John Deloney this hour. This is The Ramsey Show. And we love January around here, and we generally get a whole bunch of calls in January because everyone is looking for a fresh start with their money, especially after a tough couple of years. So if that's you, you can't wish for things to change and just expect it to happen. You've got to do some things differently when it comes to money. You've got to have a plan. And we can teach you that plan in Financial Peace University. This is the course that will help you rethink how you manage your money, and you're going to learn step-by-step how to pay off debt, how to build wealth. And guys, nearly 10 million people have taken FPU. 
They have followed this plan. They've changed their lives. I was one of those people 10 years ago. This stuff works. Don't try to reinvent it. Don't try to just take the pieces you like. I'm telling you, if you go all in on this plan, it changes everything. And when you intentionally follow it with focus intensity, this year will be different. I guarantee it. You're going to have more peace in your finances and your life. So start Financial Peace University right now. Just go to RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. That's RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. Regina is up next in San Antonio. Regina, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, so here's, here's my quick question. Well, I guess I quick. And here's my question. <laughs> what do you do when you can't pay the minimums? That's the bottom line question. My four walls are up and everything else is done, but I just can't get to all of the debts with the minimums. Mm. Um, do I just let them keep calling and just keep answering them and tell them I'll get to them when I can? Do I try to negotiate the minimums? What do I do? Well, number one, you're doing a, a great step in just proactively communicating with them and letting them know, hey, here's where I'm at. Here's the bills. Here's the order I'm paying them in. Here's how much I can give you this month. And if you do that, it's better than you ignoring the calls and it going to collections and have people coming after you. I want you calling them more than they call you. Okay. So what are these payments? How many do you have? Um, uh, there are... Um, <laughs> Several of them. Um, they total up to $555,778. $555,000? Mm-hmm. Is this all personal debt? Um, personal, pretty much personal debt. Does that um, include your mortgage? A, uh, there, no, that does not include our mortgage. And there's a, there's some land in there. There's um, there's um, uh, credit cards. Um, what are the big chunks? Um, How did you get half a million, a half dollars? million bucks in a debt, Regina? What happened? Just a whole lot of, a little bit of everything. You know, you, you, you stop paying attention and you just, you know, you just kind of keep going. You make good money and you think that you're invincible and here in one day you turn around and, and that's where you are. What's your household income? Uh, 200. Okay. And is it just you? Is there a spouse? Yeah, my uh, yeah, I have a spouse. Okay. And how much of this is kind of the consumer debt? Outside of the land, what kind of debt are we talking? Um, we're still at four because the land is only 100. Okay. So what's the rest of the four? I'm confused here. Is it student loans, credit cards, car payments? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Student loans, credit cards. Medical bills, personal debt. loans? Uh, yep. Medical bills, personal loans. Yep. 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 I'm running yep. out of things to even throw out there, Regina. <laughs> I mean, if you 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 have them, and that's really all. But there's just a lot of a what's lot the big of them, what's the big ones? Like how much credit card debt are we talking? Um, the credit card debt is uh, fifty thousand. Um, personal the the consumer loans are probably the biggest ones. Those are uh, in the hundred and fifty range. What was that for? What did you buy? Just a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> Like stuff for the house? What are we talking? I don't. I don't even like. If yeah. you gave me a half million dollars, I don't know that I'd have enough ideas to spend it like that. So I'm just. Yeah. I yeah. have a dark curiosity at this point. <laughs> yeah, stuff for the house. Just a lot of a lot of um, a lot of stupid stuff. Okay. So, are, is your husband on the same page that you guys are going to get intense about this and go scorched earth and live like broke people because you are broke people? No. He's not on the same page. What does he want to do? No. Um, file for bankruptcy. And he's just resigned to go, let's just keep going into debt. It's fine. When we have to go bankrupt, we'll go bankrupt and start over. Yep. 
Regina. Regina, don't do that. I'm not. Definitely. Well, we need both parties involved to be on the same page because you can't do this alone. What do y'all? What do y'all do for a living? Um, I'm in banking, and he's in IT. So you know what declaring bankruptcy does to marriages, what oh, it does to individuals, like you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, your yeah. your lives are going to be a living hell yeah. for the next decade if you do this. They're not going to be because we're not filing. <laughs> That's not <gonna> Good. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll tell you what you can do. You're going to sell everything that you can sell. Everything! The land is getting sold. Bye, the Felicia. The cars are getting sold. Bye, Felicia. The crap that you bought with the credit cards is getting sold. Goodbye! All of it. Mm. All of it. We are. We're working on it. Um, so if you sold everything you can sell, what, what would that add up to mm-hmm. out of the 555? Um, if we sold everything that we could, then we are probably... Um, about, let's see, the land is one... Cars, sell them. Your Camry people well, for a while. These are nice cars, really? I imagine. Yeah, we, no, no, we don't. What's um, your house worth? Uh, our house is worth five, uh, five eighty. And what do you owe on that? Uh, four. Okay, so if we downsized, we could clear one eighty and get something smaller, right? Or even mm-hmm. rent for a while. Yep. Rent if we had for a to. while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's here's what we're trying to. Um, and I know you know this, but I just want to say it clear. Y'all are in a desperate situation. Y'all make a lot of money, which is good. Y'all make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. It's great. But y'all are broke, broke, broke. And you're, you're, you're one illness away. You're one layoff away from this whole house of cards coming down on you. And I know you know that, right? You feel it. Absolutely. So have you sat down with your husband and said, honey, I can't breathe. I'm scared to death and I'm not going to be a per- I'm not going to file bankruptcy because it's not, it's not integrous. We have the money. We're just choosing to not live this life. Cause here's the deal. Y'all are going to file bankruptcy and y'all are going to run this thing right back up because y'all have not changed the core issue, which is, Y'all don't have a plan. Y'all aren't together on the same page, and y'all don't have the discipline that 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 getting out of this thing together is going to give you. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have kids? Uh, they're old. Uh, we're in empty nesters. Okay. How old are you two? Um, in our fifties. And when do you plan on retiring? Um. Well, uh, at this rate, never, never, yeah, <laughs> never. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I have a lot of hope that this situation can turn around, and it can actually turn around pretty quickly because really you guys have quick. a huge shovel. Because right. if you sell the house, that's you're going to get 180 there. If you sell everything else, you could probably clear another 200, right? Yeah, for sure. So that's already 380 out of the 555. And now making 200, right. we're throwing 100 at the debt because we're living on nothing, and all of a sudden we're debt free in a couple of years. Right. So bankruptcy doesn't make sense when it's that clear of a path. But I he agree. has to get on the same page, and I can I can give you a tool to help you get there. I can't force him, and that tool is going to be Financial Peace University. So I'm going to gift that to you. Do you think he'd go through that with you? All nine lessons, no, getting on not. a budget. I've, I've already tried. I used to teach it 10 years ago. Why no, doesn't he not. want to do it? No, he doesn't. Why? He thinks there's nothing new to learn. 
Is he not looking at the in the mirror or at the bank statement? What? Do you... Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, he's not on the phone, so we can't. There's no sense in in going after him. What I would tell you is, for the first time in a long time in your marriage, I would let him know how terrified you are. And let him know, I'm not interested in signing off on bankruptcy papers. We make enough money. We can be debt-free in a couple of years. we got to change our life. You guys are going to need counseling yes. if he's not willing to do this because there's a lot deeper issues. I'm still going to gift you Financial Peace University because I have hope for you guys. But, man, this is a big situation. And counseling is a lot cheaper than divorce. I'll tell you that much. So I really, really hope this all works out. Please call us back if you need any help. We are here for you, Regina. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day comes from Psalm 42:11. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Roy T. Bennett said, never lose hope. Storms make people stronger and never last forever. Well, John, I can't help. <laughs> I, say, so I grew up on the coast. Yeah, some storms are pretty rough. He's talking about the storms of life. It's, it's more of a Kelly Clarkson, what doesn't kill you makes you, makes you stronger. Uh, okay. More of that. What doesn't kill you makes... Okay. All right, I knew he was going to sing it. Because some, uh, some storms are pretty, pretty... There's no coming back from, but that's, yeah. that's, that's another conversation. Well, speaking of storms, John, I got to talk about our last call from Regina. $555,000 in consumer debt, mm-hmm. not including the 400000 mortgage, and they make 200000 Husband's not on the same page. He's just good to resign to bankruptcy. And I was asking you off air... At what point in a marriage do you go, I, we can't continue like this. Yeah. I'm out. Like, what is that conversation like? Well, I, I take a much broader view of the idea of fidelity, um, of cheating, if you will. And if I cash out of the marriage, I'm cheating you out of this agreement, this union that we agreed upon, right? That we both joined together. And so cheating for me is a much bigger thing than... Did you kiss somebody like that? It's a, it's a, not just a romantic. Exactly. It is a, somebody is walking away from the mirror. They are slowly going to drown you. Um, Abuse is another, like, I'm just slowly pushing you underwater. I refuse to participate in a budget. I'm spending money. I'm got it. I'm choosing to gamble our money away here. I'm drinking away here. I'm got secret accounts over here. I'm choosing to slowly drag you behind my car. And I, at some point, everybody's got a breaking point. And so I will never tell somebody, you need to leave that person, um, except in very, very rare situations. I'm not going to tell somebody, go get divorced. Um, but I do think people need to have hard conversations. And when they do, to say, hey, I'm worth more than this life. And when you have that conversation, here's what I need. You have to have an or what statement. And you have to be prepared for that moment to say, or I'm out. Or... Um, I'm going to sell everything I can and um, you're going to have to be resigned to the fact that we're not going to have a couch because I'm selling it because I'm not living like this anymore. Like whatever mm. your or what statement is, you got to be able to make that. Um, I just have a much, 
I've just, man, I just kind of jaded when it comes to that. I've just seen people hide behind that. Well, I'm not dating anybody else, so I can't. Uh, and, and, you just, and people get trapped, and I just, I just don't, I don't think that's the spirit of it. Uh, but, but again, that's 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 my theological hot take on it. But um, I, I, that kind of call just it it breaks my heart because what do you, I mean? What do you do? What do you do, man? What do you do? And that's that's a powerful, ugly mess. Well, it's a, and it's a reminder that we can't control other people. Can't, which is I so can't. frustrating because yeah. you just wish I could just get him to see my side and do what I need. You can't do that. And the way you laid it out, this is <laughs> as caustic as this moment is for them. It's a two-year problem, and it's a two-year problem that you and I both know they could have a marriage in their fifties on the back end of this that is better than any point in their entire marriage, and their Sex life can be better, and their adventure life can be better, and their communication can be better, and their relationship with their kids. All that can change in two years of we are going to go make this thing right. And we, you and I both, we get to see that over and over on debt-free screen. We get to see people change their lives. And so it's maddening on this side of it to be like, oh, or we're just going to be like, I'm just going to declare bankruptcy. Mm. Just, just quit complaining. I'm going to quit, and I'm going to be out. And there's there's a moment for bankruptcy. Hear me say that. But I'm going to quit, and uh, good, good luck. Like, man, there's just a resignation that, that drives me a little bit mad. <sighs> Making 200 right. grand a year. Dude. Just deep breaths, John. That's all we can do. That's all we can control. Let's go to the phones. Tom is waiting for us in New York City. Tom, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey. Thanks, gentlemen. Um, I'll be quick because I know you, you you know you have a show to move along. Um, I called You are the show, ago. Tom. We're glad you're here, man. All right. It's the Tom All right. Show. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Happy 2023. You too. Um, I, I called in a few weeks ago when I got on the air. I had a question about term life insurance versus whole life insurance. And Dave convinced me to get rid of mine and my wife's whole policies and switch to term policies, which Love I'm it. in the process of doing. I mean, the process, in other words, I'm you know, just waiting for the paperwork to complete. I'm not going to terminate the whole policies until the, sorry, until the terms kick in, but Good. that should be next month. Hey, did you catch a lot um, of hell for it? Did they, give you, did they give you grief over it? No. Um, I, I think I was on the air that day. No, 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 no are, I'm talking about are, the, yeah. the actual, the, the brokers. Oh, the whole life salespeople, were they angry that you were trying to cancel? No, no, no. you know why? Because I have a, my, my sister's friend is my agent, and I just said, this is what I want to do, and just go and do it. And I got a couple of uh, quotes on the side from different insurance companies to make sure that the policy rate that they, I was getting from her was as low as some of the other companies were giving me. And it's, I guess, the, you know, the tables, they all use the same tables, I'm assuming, because all the policy quotes were pretty much identical. Gotcha. Very based well. Based upon my age, my, mine and my wife's ages. Um, yeah, so what the thing is, I'm going to be saving about $400 a month. I'm, doing, we're doing, I'm still doing long-term policies. We're still doing 30-year policies because my, my family tend to, tend to live pretty long. So that frees up $400 a month roughly for me. And what I want to do is invest that. Obviously, I have a daughter that I want to make sure I've got money for. So my question to you is probably, probably overcomplicating things. I quickly went and opened up an IRA. I already have a 401k, which is pretty well funded. Um, and my question was, with, with that extra, and I also, I have a, uh, you know, 529 plan. I've got a, uh, a wedding fund. I've got all these things set up for her <laughs> as much as I can. I know, she's only two, and I'm already got all these Tom, things lined up. Tom, Tom! Yeah. All yes. right. You're a planner. So my, You're a planner. Good for you. Yeah, I'm a planner. Exactly. Because my long story short, that wasn't done for me, and so I want to do. I'm trying to make sure my daughter has, you know, doesn't have the worries that I had to, the struggle I had to get through to get myself to school. Um, 
So with that $400 a month, I'm trying to decide if I should just increase my 401k contribution by that amount, or I should, I opened up an, a separate IRA uh, or invest the money into an IRA. Like, is, is there an advantage to having multiple retirement accounts or is it fine if I just put it all into my, my company's uh, uh, 401k, which, and they do also have the option of, you know, a, a traditional and a Roth. So okay. I, I do a 50, 50 split. That was going to be my question. Okay. Uh, there is advantages on the types of accounts because of the tax treatment. So with the Roth, right. you're not going to have to pay taxes on that when you withdraw it in retirement. And uh, there are no RMDs, required minimum distributions, like there would be on the traditional side. So there is a benefit there. But as far as having multiple accounts, you're not really doing anything. You're just kind of complicating things on that side. So I'll tell you what okay. I do. I do 15% into my Roth 401k here at Ramsey Solutions, and that's it. That's it. Okay. And so if you get to that 15% there, now is your income high enough that you would max out the 401k and need to go elsewhere? Yes. If I probably, if I did a full 15%, I would exceed the, 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 the allowed, amount that you're allowed to put in annually on a 401k. Yeah. So you have other options and a SmartVestor right. Pro can walk you through those. I'll give you some ideas though. You can still contribute okay. to a traditional uh, IRA. You may not be eligible for the Roth IRA because of your income. And so you can still do the traditional. There's also an after-tax 401k contribution you can look into with your employer and see if you're eligible for that. One thing you hit on, which I wasn't aware of, and actually that could change things dramatically, you just said, and I want to make sure I understand that, if a Roth IRA does not have a required minimum distribution. That's correct. So I could retire at 70, hypothetically, live off my 401k, and that Roth 401k, if I did have a separate account, that could just continue to grow and I wouldn't have to touch it. Exactly correct. That might be, an, actually, I'm, I, I don't want to disagree with you, but that might be a good, a, a good idea for me because that's really what I wanted to do. I wanted to have this account that continues to grow for my daughter that essentially becomes, if I and the goal is not to touch that policy. so it continues to grow. For, you could live off of the 401k. And I would still okay. switch. I would go full Roth in that 401k, and you can do okay. a backdoor Roth IRA. So if you contribute to that traditional IRA, you can then flip around and make it a Roth by paying taxes on that. So there are a lot of ways to do this once you have that level of income and you're at the level of wealth building. You don't have a paid-for house though, right? Uh, only $18,000 left. In oh, let's go. Sweet, um, yeah. So once you pay yeah. that thing off, then the, the world is your oyster. You can increase your investing, increase your giving, increase spending. Have fun, man. I'm so proud of you. Wow. I love Tom. Tom's I could talk to Tom all day long. Tom, Tom is, my, is awesome. my people. Appreciate the call, man. This guy is going to leave a legacy for his kids. And you heard him. He said, that wasn't done for me. I want to do it for my kids. And that is a noble goal. There you go. I love a it. A complicated... Puts- but noble <laughs> Yes. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to all the folks in the booth, to my co-host, Dr. John Deloney, and you, America. Until next time, spend wisely, save intentionally, and give generously. Do you love a good Dave rant? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.